Hello and welcome to Voice of Restoration, a broadcast outreach of the Christian Brethren Church, bringing you Bible-based teachings from author and Bible teacher, Pastor Afolabi Oladeli. So today's admonition, the supremacy of Christ. The supremacy of Christ. At the beginning of last week, a young woman, daughter of an old colleague of mine in my previous employment, walked into my office. Or was it my office or on the corridor in the office? And came to me and said, sir, I need to speak to you. Something has bothered my life. My father, whom you know, died prematurely. I have looked through my years. Although I have been urged on, I have accepted it and moved forward. But each time that I remember... I know that this thing is not dealt with conclusively in my life. Therefore, I took up the challenge to interview as many pastors as possible so that I can write something that would deal a decisive blow to this untreated issue of my life, accepting that God actually was sitting by when my father was dying. I looked at the man and I compared him with his peers. I knew this was a godly man amongst his own offsprings. He stood out special. But in sickness, he suffered. We called pastors, they prayed. We fasted as a family and prayed. And this man still suffered and died. Even though my mom spoke to me and said, You can't question God, I was hungry. I didn't understand why God could do that to a man who feared him. They took an appointment from me. And I said, come on this day. Not that I didn't have an answer then for her. She herself was not prepared. Because I need to record whatever you tell me. Because I'm going to write something that I hope will change the face of many Christians. Who also don't understand this issue of premature death. On Thursday, she came in and we sat down. But I want to start from something that I pray would also speak and touch your hearts. In these last one month, I've buried two very close friends, solid children of God, of sound testimony. Ayolu Diji was just a shade older than me, about 62. Emmanuel Taylor was on duty call out there in Liberia amongst the underprivileged when he died. And these were men with testimonies. Such things were such, these things were such that happened. That in a couple of days, God flipped so many things open to me. 
that between me and my wife, we took a number of decisions. But listen to me real good. Something about our God that is difficult for men to understand. Before I go to that, Numbers 33.55. Take that on your own. Because I need, there are many of you here who have issues in your life that you have not dealt with. The young woman that I'm talking about is recently engaged just to be married. And I imagine that this thing has harassed her life for at least a decade. Issues that you have not confronted, they will come back to haunt you. Israel failed to get rid of all the strangers in the land. And that's why they are still to them today thorns in their eyes and things on their, on their sides. Today, when we are done, there are issues in the past. And I'm not speaking just about sins or terrors and so on and so forth. Issues of the nature that we are speaking about, unresolved questions that have shaken your faith along the way. You better deal with them now because as the battle gets hotter and hotter, Satan is going to lift those things up and use them to torment. This day is a day of deliverance. Amen. God began to teach the new man certain things after the destruction of the generation of Noah. And you will find in Numbers chapter 2 when he began to set asunder uh, the order around his tabernacle. And he posted the people who are going to be in the manner in which they will go to war. He counted on the east side Judah and a number of people and the emblem of the tribe of Judah is what? The lion. You can go to, to, to Genesis 49 and you will understand that. On the west side under the tribe of Ephraim is set another, 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 another group of people and the emblem of the tribe of Ephraim who knows what it is? You don't. The ox, the king of the field, the servant. In the south, under Reuben, who knows? The emblem of Reuben. Does anyone know? Man, to whom God had delivered all things. He gave him dominion, Psalm 8. And in the north side, under Reuben, sorry, under Dan. And the emblem of Dan was what? You should not be able to guess it. Thank you, the eagle. But you will find what was God trying to show to people. What was he trying to teach to the generations that were to come? Not just order. I taught you about order. But there was something that you needed to understand as you go forward. When you get to Ezekiel chapter 1. You will find also in the throne of God there are those same elements that you saw surrounding God. There was said some of the faces were eagle, some of the faces were men, some of the faces were ox, some of the faces were the lion. 
And then the cup, the, 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 the cup of it all was in Revelation chapter 4, I believe it is. Where you will see around the throne, the 24 elders, and these same beasts, these same beasts, the ox, the lion, the eagle, and the man. But what were they doing here? They were doing what? You worship who? Somebody who is superior to you. The supremacy of Christ. Whether you are looking at the king of the air in Dan, or you are looking at man, or you are looking at the ox, the servant, or you are looking at Reuben, God is supreme. The Lord God Almighty takes worship from all of them. He takes worship from all of them. The supremacy of the Lord our God. And that's what he began to deal with. When this young man came, it was clear that talking about the sovereignty of God was not going to be enough. But I need you to understand first the sovereignty of the Lord our God. As we go through a number of scriptures here, I've given you a foundation. Praise the Lord. We see in each of these in relation to their roles, to the extent that they worship the king on the throne, the supremacy of Christ, the eternal God cannot be in dispute. Let us then extend this imagery to the spoken declarations of our God. Because what it demonstrated in symbology, right from the days of Israel, right through to Revelation, it spoke it also in different symbols that men may know about the greatness of his power. Praise the Lord. Job chapter 9, from verse 4. Let's do quickly now, so that I can get you out of here. Job chapter 9, from verse 4. From verse four. Yes? Their young ones are in good liking. Uh, just go, they said, verse 5. Who removes the mountain, and the mountains they don't even know? Who shakes, said they know not. He overturns them in his anger. He shakes the out of her place, and the pillars thereof they tremble. He commands the sun, it rises not, and it seals up the stars. Who alone spreads out the heaven, another translation says, he flings the heaven with his fingers. And the broadness of the universe, expanding in different directions. We are seeing the one, not just in picture that he showed us about his supremacy, in everything that he has created, it shows that he is great. Which make the Arturios, the Orion, the Pleiades, and the chambers of the south. Which does great things that are past what? Finding out. It does great things that are past finding out. Yea, wonders that are without what? Number. Verse 11 thrilled me. He says, he goes by me. I don't even know that he's there. It passes me by. I can't even find him. So who can ask a question? The supremacy and the sovereignty of this mighty power. Who is my God? I feel sorry for those who don't have him as their God. Amen. Who is my God? He takes us away. Who can hinder him? Who will say to him, what are you doing, man? Look at those things in different translations. In the same Job 22, verse 12, it declares here. Job 
Is not God in the height of heaven? Above all the stars. Above all that you can behold. Eyes of man with all the sophistication of the telescopes that they have. Have not seen the fullness. They, they, can't, they can't get to the boundaries of what God has created. Is not God in the height of heaven? Look at the distant stars. How high they are. How then do you say? How does God know? Can he judge through the dark cloud? Thick clouds are covering him. That he sees not. And he wakes not you. He walketh in the circuit of heaven. Has thou marked the old way which the wicked men have trodden? And here he was referring to the fallen Nephilims. Who sought to go to heaven by their power. Said you think you can magnify yourself against this God? Said thou has thou marked the old way which the wicked men have walked? Which were cut down of time. Whose foundation was overflown what? With a flood. Referring to the days of Noah. The one that has that power. That does such great things. Who can question him? Psalm 8 speaks of him. I just quoted that in, in, in passing. When he spoke concerning man. He said. Oh Lord our God. How excellent is thy, is, 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 is thy name in all the earth. Who has set thy glory above the heavens? When I consider the heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon, the stars, which you have ordained, what then is man that you are mindful of him? The son of man that thou visitest him. For a little while you made him a little lower than angels. You crowned him with glory and honor. You made him to have dominion over all thy works. And now has put all things under his feet. Can you behold the greatness of this God? That men of old have understood. And the issue I'm trying to bring out here, it has not entered the heart of man. Neither have we ever been able to fathom this. The greatness of the Almighty. The one who is the owner of all things. No wonder John chapter 1 verse 3 says, all things were made by him and we are for him and without him was not anything made that was made so when i begin to ponder on the things that are happening to me day and night let me be able to put at this against the god in his excellency in his majesty Can anyone fathom him? Can I gauge the extent of his understanding? It hasn't been given to man except those who by reason of the revelation of the Holy Ghost are able to go into that realm. It's the first thing that every man needs to understand that I'm dealing with a God who is too big to be understood. I'm putting him in a cage. You think you can frame a picture? I can frame God in a picture. His knowledge is too deep for me. His understanding goes beyond my wildest imagination. Do you see him in the fullness of his glory? Do you understand the extent of his power? Can you see the gloriousness of his strength? I used to read, the Lord is a man of war. 
I hardly understood it until the day that David, when he said to David, wait until you heard the sound on the top of what train did you think he had? He was a chariot of the most high God. God was moving ahead in power. Going to do a battle. Going to do a battle. And that's the God that is my God. I can't understand him. Thanks for listening. Join us again on Wednesday for the concluding part of today's sermon. For more information on today's episode, please call 0803-3628-796 or visit us online at tcbc.org.ng.